Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where's Northbrook? I don't know North, where we are. Northbrook, Illinois. So like 20 miles, maybe not, out of the north of oh, the wait, city of Chicago. Oh, wait, stop, stop. Welcome to Manic. <laughs> Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John Arbray. This is obviously a special edition. A little off our game, but we're together. We are for in the, the same first time room for this podcast. Almost three years. Almost three years. Three years in October. Yeah, and it's the first time ever for the podcast, yeah. Yeah. We meant to record last time. That didn't work. I think it was the 26.2 miles. That it was the 26.2 miles that put a little dent into yeah, things. That yeah, was rough. That yeah. was also a very different time for you. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, that was, a, that, was yeah. A rough, that was a rough season. That was kind of the start of, or the middle of. No, that was like, uh, was that the, in October? Yeah, October, beginning of October, like the eighth or something. Yeah, um, it, I I do. I wrote about this in my book, and they cut it out because they wanted my book to be apolitical. Um, I wrote about the fact that the election night for me was like when I went over the edge. Okay. Um, we watched a debate. That's right. We did. We yeah. watched a debate. We yep. watched him stalk her. Right. Was that the second? I don't, I don't remember, it was, but yeah, it was It creepy. was that debate where yeah. he stalked her. We were together when, when we saw that. Yeah. And it was the election night that sent me over the edge um, because I was also relaunching a website for a nonprofit, which was requiring like 19 hours a day from me. Oh, that's right. That was then. And, yeah. and Lita, you know, Lita was super upset about the whole situation. And um, hi, Ryan. Are the levels Okay. Mine are probably weird, but we're working <laughs> we're on it. We're going to check in with Ryan. At some I'm just going to lean in. At some point, what's going to happen is we're going to do a montage of Ryan running through like a field of grass and, and flowers, like sprinting. Is what Screaming. We're gonna do. Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know we're doing it this way, and he's he's he really no not going to. This is happening. He's not going to like it. And so when he's when he gets the email and he gets the files, he's going to go what the fuck. We won't, we won't tell him. We'll just say we recorded another one. Here's two separate audio. <laughs> and then he'll pick oh, up on right. it. Oh, that's right. You can't talk while I talk. It, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm in Chicago. North Shore. North Shore. It's not really Chicago. If you live in Chicago, this is a suburb. So. Yeah. It took us an hour and a half to get here from the... Oh, I stayed in the most beautiful, and I should have taken more photos. I stayed in the most beautiful hotel. You were, you saw right. it, the Saint Jane. Saint Jane, yeah, um, the most beautiful hotel in downtown Chicago. And now they have put. Me, I'm not complaining because I'm not. I'm sitting on top of my um, suitcase right now. I'm not complaining. Um, 
I am staying at a place in the suburbs of Chicago because I'm speaking at the uh, Botanical Gardens tonight. Yes. Which is north. Of here, it's it's south of here. South of here, but it's north but it's, of it's, Chicago. Oh, yeah, well north of Chicago, yeah. Okay. Because it's with Northwestern, which is on the north end of Chicago, yeah. so yeah. Okay, so that's where we are right now. In a wonderful hotel with... A wonderful hotel, a double... A brick wall like, outside. So it's a it's got two double beds, and they told me that they couldn't have a king ready for a few hours, and I was like, I don't have a few hours. <laughs> so you book, you actually booked... The right no, room. they they booked the room. Oh, but that's right, and you couldn't switch. When it. we got here, they were like, "Well, all we have left is this," and I was like, "Well, I gotta do, like, I gotta yeah, do a we podcast. Gotta go. Yeah, yeah, I gotta put a sock over a microphone." Yeah, so. But the other hotel would have actually been really good for this because it would have been could have amazing. Sat, like across from each other at a table, and it would have been. Yeah, it was a beautiful. Wasn't it beautiful? It was gorgeous. It's newer, I think. I looked it up, and it's. I feel like in the last couple years, maybe. Or new ownership, and they changed it. I feel like it's a newer hotel. It was like um, modern jazz, is how they modern jazz. It. it was super um, dark. Yes, I'm gonna take this bracelet off because it makes a lot of noise. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, it was super dark inside. All the walls were like a actually kind of what we have in our bedroom, which is like a dark, dark, dark blue or a dark green. Right, like a mat. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of velvet. Um, a lot of like it was it was beautiful. It really um, was, yeah. Yeah, I'm very um, lucky to have stayed there. <laughs> and now we're in a new Marriott hotel, and it's it's fine. It's very it's nice. Fine. It's great. It's very nice. Hi guys. Hi. Oh, sorry, Ryan. I know I'm making it so difficult for you. I know you're gonna be so. Upset yeah, it's gonna me. be. I guess we should apologize to everyone because the sound is probably not gonna be. The sound is not gonna be MRS good. quality. No, Mm-mm. but but it's easier. Having an actual conversation. Oh my god! Acknowledge, acknowledge the crowd. Hello. Hey, listeners. Hi, hi guys. Um, we're in. What what is this suburb called? Northbrook. 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 Okay, we're in Northbrook. Um, at a hotel. What is this hotel? It's a um, Renaissance. A Renaissance. Renaissance. Marriott, right? I I think it's a Marriott. Do you know what Marriott is? Something. Really. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Super, super Mormon. <gasps> oh, my God. The secrets I could tell you. Is there a, is there a Mormon Bible in here? It's oh, not Mormon I, anymore, right? What? Marriott? No, that's not that's not what they're called. They're not Mormons. Well, oh, they changed their brand? Oh, they are. What are they now? I, don't, you t- I thought it was like something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not Mormon. Sorry. Um, I just um, want to be respectful. There may be an actual Book of Mormon over there in the um, nightstand. Um, Marriott, no, I have, se- I, ha- I I could reveal the most incredible secret right now, but I won't. But you, sh- but you should. But I should, but it but won't. But you should. But is it, it about won't. the Marriott? Yeah, it is about Marriott, actually. Is it good or not good? They want to get involved in what I told you about. Oh. Oh. They. It's a lovely hotel. Very nice. <laughs> they heard about what I told you about. And we're like, oh, well, hmm, maybe we should get involved in that. So. I like Marriott. I like Marriott. Marriott is amazing. It's great. It doesn't smell at all in here like a hotel. (laughs) When you walked in, it smelled like a hotel, right? They all, all the Marriott's smelled the same. Like, you know, you could stay in this hotel in China and it would smell exactly like it does. France, same. 
Right. Which is weird. What is this? But also what, what comforting. Is that, what is that smell? What is it's it? It's like the pine tree you hang in your car, except for hotels. But what? But what is it? What is it? Um, I feel like it's it's like a soft chemical, like a cleaning. Is that what it is? That's how. It, not in a not in like a hospital sterile way, but it's some sort of weird clean it's like an smell. Antiseptic. Like like the hotel version of new car smell. That's what it reminds but me of. But new car smell is a good smell. True, but this isn't a bad. This it isn't is, a it, ba- it's not a it's not it's not a bad hotel. No, no, it's all. it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Um, it is just a, it smells like a hotel. Yes. <laughs> and now we can both share this experience together, so it's great. It, so if anybody has like an idea of what that smell is actually like, like what is the word? What is the word that you use to describe the smell of a hotel room? That's Do you a, have any ideas, Pete? Septic. 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 <laughs> there we go. We walked into the room and I was like, this is a different hotel than the one we stayed in. Oh, here it is. Boom. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So. But you knew with that hotel the second you walk in that that hotel was unique. The hotel was amazing. Yeah. I did not expect that experience at all. Right. Um, and I had a wonderful experience. Had a great event last night. Um, had a green room. Ooh. had a green room wow um, so you found the stage door yeah okay. i was able to find they were able to find me and i was able to find them and um and did you meet the other speakers i met mm, no i really? mean i met a few of the people who there who were there like organizing the kennedy so it's the kennedy forum it is the kennedy forum i'm going to speak into the microphone sorry sorry ryan and it was you and gina rodriguez and l king l king and i know there's names i'm forgetting uh, one of the kennedys patrick kennedy so he runs the forum and um there was a reception beforehand and i a couple of people who've been reading my website for 15 years this is what happens to me. Right. right. <laughs> there, it's not like, I've been reading your website for four years. It's, I've been reading your website for 15 or years. Like since L.A. or something. Yeah, you or started since it. Lita, yeah. right? And, um, and so she came up to me, and then her friend came up to me, and they we were talking, and this guy was standing there, and he had no idea who I was. Um, and he was just like, okay, so this was who. <laughs> and we started talking. They are both from Seattle. Okay. Were they here for this? They were this? here specifically for this. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. They work with the forum um, in Seattle for, okay. um, you know, mental health causes there. Um, so the Kennedy Forum is run by the son of Ted Kennedy. Okay. And it is based on um, they want to further mental health and, you know, for anxiety and to depression and bipolar and um, substance abuse and all sorts of causes mental um, health-wise. Okay. And so this was a forum they hold every year. And so I was at the pre-event and these people walk up to me and we start having a conversation and they brought up homelessness. In the city of Chicago? In Seattle. Oh, in Seattle. Okay. Because they were both from Seattle. Right. And it's far more visible there, I think. Well, I don't know if it's worse, but the the weather, I think, allows it year-round. Because here, the winters, it exists, but it's So that's difficult. what you, you start to do, like, your own mental math, mental math about homelessness. And you're like, okay, so why would the homelessness 
problem be bad in San Francisco? Right. Because in San Francisco, it's kind of like there's a little bit of a winter in in July. Right. (laughs) And the winter is never bad, and the summers are rarely super hot. Right. So same in Portland. Same in Portland. Same in Seattle is not that bad. I mean, it rains a lot. But what they've done... um, and we noticed this as we were driving back and forth from a, a couple of places, there are tent cities yes. set up underneath underpasses. That are allowed to be there. Like it's, right. they can exist. It's the same thing exist. in Portland. Yeah. And um, homelessness in Utah is a problem. It is a big deal. Okay. Is it I a big re- deal here? remember that. In Chicago it is, yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Even with the winters? Yeah, I mean, it's harder, I think, obviously, in the winter, but you still, unfortunately, see people out on the huddled in doorways or on the corners when it's single digits. The city does make an effort, and if you're from Chicago, like actually Chicago, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they make an effort when it gets really frigid to find places that people can go because you, you'll die. I mean, when it's negative 25 and wind right? for three days, you can't you can't sustain that. Well, which, I mean, when I think about that in Salt Lake as well, like, why is it so bad in Salt Lake when we have so much snow and um, the weather is so unpredictable? And um, when you run for office, and we were talking about this last night, when you run for office, for any sort of office in Utah, one of your main platforms has to be homelessness. Because it... Because it's such a... Big it's deal. such a big deal. Um, they're trying to like move. Well, it, well, first of all, and maybe he can actually fill in on the details. He's sitting over there, guys. Um, Can't see him. <laughs> the cowboy is right over there. Um, we have an amazing program where we will provide housing for homelessness. Uh, oh. We will actually provide apartments for people who are homeless. And now that's part of government, or is that something the church does? Oh, government. Okay. The government does this. Okay, so the church does not. Mm, Maybe they do their own thing, but. Maybe the church does their own thing. I'm sure that somebody else is more educated about what the church does, and I don't want to say anything about about the Mormons right now, because we already called them the Mormons. That's true. (laughs) I'm sure that there is like a program that the Mormons are doing for the homeless, Um, but the um, government provides actual apartment housing for homeless people. Permanently? I mean, what's the... Um, I think it's... Uh, is it permanently, Pete? Um, it's as long as they need it. They're, they send social workers uh, once a week to help them try and get on their feet again. Yeah. So, so it's like a rehabilitation program. It's kind of a rehabilitation program. They send us... He said they send a social worker once a week to see how they're doing. Um, and so... Yeah, it's a rehabilitation program. But does it... So that sounds great to me, but there's still obviously a problem. So what's the Well, what happens is that Idaho and Wyoming and other neighboring states are sending their homeless to Salt Lake. So that's how they deal with it, is to ship them off. Is to ship them to Salt Lake, right? I don't understand that. So... No, they well, don't right. ship them there. there I'm, not, I'm not claiming that they're shipping them there in, in containers. <laughs> um... Uh, they are. They know about these programs, right? Um, and so, 
all of these other these municipalities in Salt Lake are trying to figure out the homeless problem and so they want to set up homeless shelters and they have these committees and they have these town halls and everybody's like nope we're not bringing the homeless into our city nope and yeah (laughs) but they'll be homeless forever without help a lot of them I mean if you if you help them not be homeless, then you didn't bring homeless people into your city. You brought people into your city. Right. Theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people who live there are Latter-day Saints. So they should be in favor, <laughs> right? In theory? Wouldn't, that, that would be Christ-like, right? That would... So they... No comment, yeah. No comment. I'm... So if you're going to run for... Oh, we just lost. We just lost Cowboy. Where did, where did, he, where did he go? I think we scared him off. <laughs> if I were him, I'd be hitting up this room? fancy bar. Oh, oh yeah. he may have. Oh, actually, um, really quickly, I asked him to order nachos. Oh, my God. I needed nachos. <laughs> I needed nachos. I needed, like, chips and salsa and something because I was so hungry. We left that, that other... Um, we left that other hotel and had nothing to eat. So we. it's been... It's almost three o'clock two o'clock and mm. we haven't had anything to eat today so i'm still eating all soft foods so <laughs> i'm right. i'm drinking smoothies oh my God. okay i'm we're eating gonna, we're gonna get back to the homeless situation really quickly but you're not swollen well i think the beard hides it a little bit Doesn't i'm not it? as swollen as i was in the lovely video you don't that everyone look saw. at all like you have been through any of this it hurts and one of them looks weird this is oh God. so last night my ex, Heather, got to come over and look in my mouth, which is as fun as it sounds, standing in a bathroom, holding your mouth open so your ex can stare into it and say, yeah, that doesn't look right. What happened? The stitching looks off. I called the doctor. I paged the doctor. The and stitching he called. looks off? Yeah. So the, the rest of them have like a, like a clear stitch, right? Like you can see it's kind of the skin is stitched together. Mm-hmm. This one is like a lopsided stitch with a with a void, <laughs> a hole. It's it, it, but it doesn't hurt. There's no bleeding, like there's no infection. So I I paged the doctor and he he has no you bedside pa- manner. You paged? I had him. I called his answering service. They paged the doctor. You yeah. Paged. The it just sounds more official. Did you if I say use I paged the word him. page? I did. They said they're like, do you want me to page the doctor? I'm like, call him. Would be fine. Text him. Know. Yeah, something. I don't know. So he got on the phone. Has no bedside manner normally. It's like nine o'clock at night. He was like a tender grandfather. He's like, so tell me what's going on. And I explained it. He's like, that's, that's probably very normal. Sounds okay to me. You're going to come in. I get my stitches out tomorrow morning. And then I get to see everyone at the meetup. So if there is something fucked up and they have to give me Novocaine or whatever, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Is that recording? It is recording, right? It should be. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure? Do you think anyone is going to stick with it, though, for like 20 minutes? I don't minutes? know. I don't know. Hey, guys. Got side boob here. I don't. Side boob. I don't. I, I know. I'm going to get... Oh, I did not get the tattoo, by the way. Well, but, but, yeah, I know. Yeah, I haven't gotten it. But you're going to? I'm going to, But yes. not here. I, I don't have time. Right. There's no time. So, so like... Yeah, it's going to have to be that. Yeah. Um, side it, boob? It could be side boob. Side boob? You should. Um, but I want to... Yeah. Anyway. So you get your stitches out tomorrow. I do. And then I can maybe eat. I don't know. <laughs> can you eat the nachos if he brings oh, back nachos? No. no? I, I have had smoothies, mashed potatoes, 
I've been to Boston Market for mashed potatoes. Oh, no. So many times. I've been to Boston Market more. I think, honestly, this is the first time I've ever been to a Boston Market. And I've been more times than I'm going to admit just to get mashed potatoes. And finally, a lady there, she's like, you must have a thing. A lady there. It's a lady there. (laughs) She's like, you must have a thing for mashed potatoes. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't even really like your mashed potatoes, but it's all I can eat. She's like, oh, everybody comes in for that. Like, really? Who comes in for that? Yeah. And and mac and cheese, but I didn't get that. And I don't want to eat. I was brushing my teeth last night, and I hit, like, it bumped something. Oh, no. I don't want to, I just don't want to, I don't want to have a mouth anymore. Oh, you, Boston Market. You're going to Boston Market. Okay, my choices Market. are Boston Market, KFC, and there's one that I'm missing. What am I missing? There's Popeyes. We don't have any Popeyes, but I don't, I don't have any options. You don't have any options. I only know of Boston Market because I was actually in Boston and we passed one. It's like a KFC. And I was like, what is that? And he was like, yeah, that's a, th- you don't have that in, and I'm like, no, I don't have that in Utah, Boston You don't have Market. a Boston Market? I don't think so, no. We do. I mean, Maybe we do, but I don't know of it. it it's like a, I don't know, a less fried version of KFC. <laughs> a less fried version. <laughs> I stopped there one night. Um, I went, I had like a friend was releasing an album. So I went to an album release thing on Saturday. I guess it was Saturday. And stopped at one on the way there at six o'clock. And it was a dozen old couples getting dinner. That was the, <laughs> and then, and then, then me. <laughs> like ordering a vat of mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's been great. And then my ex gets to come and stare in my mouth. And that and was go, fun. Hey, Ma, hey, oh, Ma, <laughs> Golden Moon, you made it up. Because you look just like. Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. Justin Vernon. You look, right now, you do look a little it's bit beard. like Justin Vernon. I am from the North Bear. Woods, no, so. You need to look at the cameras, which you need to do. Sorry, Ryan. He, no, he, and he wears a hat usually. He though, wears right? a hat, but you look a lot like he does when he's on stage. I've, seen I've him not seen times. him. I've seen him three times. I yes, you can flip your you can fucking flip me off, man. You flip me can, off. That's the, right. I did through the, the people. <laughs> I was I on fa- I was on Facebook Live this morning with a mom group, okay. and I was talking about my mother with a mom group. A mom group, and I was talking about my mother and her duality. Oh, he's back. Is there nachos? There's nachos. It's nachos. That's you guys what it was. May have nachos. You guys want nachos? And uh, talking about my mom, and I was like, and then my mother flipped me her middle finger. (laughs) I was very, very, like, reverent about how I talked about it because I knew there were a lot of moms, you know, in the situation. So we got way off topic. But that had to have been strange, though, because that's like five to ten years ago, Heather Armstrong. Because you don't really do, like, you did Momversations, but that was a long time ago. Like, you're not as, you're not the mommy blogger because your kids are older. No, my kids are older, so, and so nobody's interested. This is the thing. Nobody's interested in older kids, which which is what I find very, 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 very interesting, is that nobody's interested in um, the uh, monetization of older children. Even brands? Even brands. Is it because they're not cute? Like, what is... I could think of because, tons of brands where that would make sense to me for them to want because to do that. Because most, most brands who are... Um, are selling to kids at 15 are selling to us. Right. And so what's the difference? Well, the difference is, I think, 
if you if you generate demand with the kids, then it pushes the parents. Right. I don't know. Except I mean, that like it's very very different. It's like I shop at H and M. You shop at H and M. Forever Twenty One. I Forever definitely tw- don't shop. Well, there. you don't. Do, well, but as sh- a woman, I, get, I understand. Yeah. But like Banana Republic, like everybody who sells to kids our age, we buy from all of that. So it's, already, it's a, yeah. Just okay. We're not buying um, strollers and diapers right. and those things that are very, very particular to that department. Right. So they things. want to invest in a blogger to talk about the stroller so that I know about it and buy it. Right. So gotcha. having okay. a lot of children, adding a new kid to your family. Every couple will, of years. Boost the revenue. Increase the revenue just a little bit. Um, and so as your children age, they are less interested in working with you. Interesting. Which makes, because when we had Kelly Wickham Hurst on, yes. she said the same thing. Like she was blogging and I remember I referred to her as a mommy blogger and she's like, not really because my kids were older and no one cared. No one cared. That's very strange. I mean, I get it, but it's just. It's strange because um, I would love for all of us who were back in the day to talk about what's going on now as our kids are 15. Right. And what we're having to deal with because it's very different and it's harder in many, many, many ways. Like that you could band some of those people together and and pitch that to some of these companies that maybe, I mean, it's like, so those of you that have girls, they're going through puberty. I mean, the boys are too, but it's more involved for girls. And I think like, I feel like there would be an opportunity to have, and then, but then even engage because some of these kids who are 15, 16, 17 might want to have a say, like have a voice and contribute to that conversation. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I know. I mean, because Lita likes to tell me that, why don't you post about this thing or post about this thing? Right. And did you post about my dance? And I'm like, no, I didn't post about your dance because I was afraid to post about your dance because I didn't want you to scream at Can me. Can she write on deuce.com? <laughs> Let's let her do it. Does she listen to this? Lita, you should... You should do that. Uh, Lita, you should do that. Lita, you should do that. Uh, my mother needs to publish something. Because everywhere I go, people are like, your mom, your mom, Everybody your mom. loves. And the, the common theme is they all love her, but a lot of people are like, I didn't have a mom like that, and that would have changed my life. Mm-hmm. She okay. seems wonderful. My mother is a, a thing to be reckoned with. Um, and actually, I posted last night, I, I had to do some slides for this um, talk at the forum and three of them are my mother and one of them is from high school and one of them is from like I'm like three years old and the other one is when she was uh, Avon World to- Avon World Sales Leader so there's like three distinct parts of her life and I detailed what she did for me and like that was the part I think that got to everybody you mean like the like helping you at that lowest point or what do you yeah okay. like seeing photos of her at all of those different stages was very powerful for people who had already read the book okay um getting back to the girls who saw me in the pre-reception okay homelessness right right that's so. how we got here <laughs> this is how it happens hi I'm so not used to being on camera. I hate this. I do too. I hate it. If you don't look at it, it's it's like it's not even there. Why are we doing this? I hate it. Okay, so we talked, and um, it's a huge, huge problem in Seattle. Right. And um, 
it's a huge problem in Salt Lake. It's a huge problem in Salt Lake. It's a, it's a city problem. I mean, ultimately, like, big metropolitan cities. Right. Like LA, I, New York. I mean, they just... Well, New York, I guess Giuliani kicked them off the street, right? Um, theory, yeah. So, I, you know, I was like, can't there be... Isn't there, like, a dude... <laughs> Keep going. This is good. Yeah. Isn't there like a dude tech bro like Elon? Who can fix it. With VC money who can come in and go, we have a problem that we need to fix. And let let us work with scientists and um, medical professionals and government and with the VC money figure out this problem. Right. Right. But they won't. Because they're they more can, interested in going to space. Well, it's the flat. But it, but honestly, it's like it's the flashy, it's the flashy shit that well, they want to do. Like I have an extra twenty billion dollars. I'm going to build a rocket and go to Mars because then we can leave the homeless people behind. Is ultimately what that means. It's an elitist right? focus. Yeah. So, I and I was saying to these guys last night. You know, wouldn't wouldn't you? I mean. Wouldn't you, if you were a dude tech bro and you had the opportunity, sorry, dude tech bro is a word. It is a thing I can use because um, (laughs) if you had the VC money and you had, you know, access to medical professionals and everybody who needs to be there to solve this problem, wouldn't you want to go down in history as the person who was like, I'm going to figure this out? Yes, but they don't think that way. Like I'm, I'm gonna be the one who figures out this this problem that we have, right? Because it's not just a, um, it's not that they don't have homes to live in. It's not that they um, are not cared for. It's that there is a mental health crisis. Right. Well, that, I think that's just it. So even with like the government program in Utah, that's saying, well, we have all these homeless people. How do we how do we get them into a better place? But how did they get there to begin with? Right. Like, if you don't fix that, you, people are going to keep funneling into homelessness and then having to be helped out of it. And I don't, I'm not opposed to helping them get out, but why are they getting there? Like, what is happening that's making them get there? Is this is this someone who was laid off and looked for a job for a year and couldn't and finally lost their home? Like, what's the reason? And I know the story is different for everybody, but it's just a Band-Aid when you wait until we've hit that point. Right. So someone needs to look at it and say, how can we put money five steps back? So that instead of getting this many homeless people, we reduce that by 75%. Who is calling me? Oh, that's a telemarketer. Sorry about that, you guys. It stopped. It stopped. I stopped it with my watch, which has caused me all of my anxiety, (laughs) which is why I'm here. The recording did not stop. Oh, did it? It did. The recording did stop. We're back. She got a phone call. Sorry, it's not I got on me. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. You can edit this together. I know you can. Or or not. Or not. Or not. Fill in that space with some music. Um. <laughs> hey ma. Put hey ma. Hey right ma. In there. Yeah. Hey ma. Hey ma. <laughs> I listened to that on the way here, actually. Oh yeah, I listened Several to times, it. Several yeah. times. I listened to it a few times before because I had to get prepared. Um, if we don't treat the problem, so I honestly, and I, it sounds, it sounds uh, callous of me to say this. But I do think that this problem is so bad and it's so bad everywhere that we need to approach it as if it is a um, glitch, right? It's a glitch. How do we fix this glitch right. in the system? 
Like the societal glitch the of homelessness. The societal glitch. Yeah. And we have the most amazing minds in Silicon Valley who have all of this money. Why is no one working on this? Right. And I was talking to these two women about it, um, Linnea and Sonia, that I'm going to mention. Very nice. Linnea, her name is spelled L-I-N-E-A. Do they she, listen? I don't MRS? know if they listen, but I, I want to pronounce her name right because she says everybody gets it wrong. They, okay. they pronounce it Linnea. Okay. And it's Linnea? It's Linnea. Linnea. Okay. And everybody pronounces Lita's name wrong. They always call her Letta. Okay. And she's like, my name is not Letta. My name is not Letta. Um, so I got on stage and I started and I said, the first thing that I need to say is that I met Linnea and Sonia tonight and I want a dude tech bro. That's how you started your... Uh-huh. Very nice. Okay. I like completely rewrote the whole speech and I was like, I want a dude tech bro with VC money to solve this problem or to at least start solving this problem. To even... Honestly, even if they fail, to try, like to, to try. make an effort and be like, well, that that cost fifty million dollars, but didn't work. But this is what we learned because no one is taking those steps back to find out why we're there. And maybe not no one. I there probably are people, but it needs the same funding that Amazon gets or that what is it the, pro, the Elon's rockets Project <laughs> X? I don't know what they are. Don't get me started on SpaceX. Elon. SpaceX. That's what it is. Please don't get me started on Elon. <laughs> yeah so oh, I could go on about Elon oh. um, no I I honestly think that if we just put a little bit of like effort tech mindedness even just tech mindedness behind right. this, this problem um, I think but part of it though is not just the tech mindedness it's the compassion because the I compassion. think and yeah. I, I think it's worth mentioning because someone is going to take this out of context it's not a problem as in it bothers us to see homeless like it we don't view homeless people as a problem right. the homelessness is a problem but i think a lot of people see homeless people in cities and view them as a problem and that's totally different than seeing homelessness and the condition of homelessness as a problem and i think right. that's what's missing that's like what's people missing. would rather the homeless the homeless people just disappear like they don't have to see them then it's then the problem is gone but it's not it still exists you're just not paying attention right um, a lot of it too. A lot of people, and and a lot of conservative people that I'm related to. There's some in Utah. There's a few in Utah. Um, would say, well, you know, some of them, and this happened very recently. Was it here in Chicago, or where was the? Yes, it was here in Chicago during the um, storm, the the winter storm. That like frigid cold. The frigid right. thing that happened this last. January, yep. Was it January? Yeah, it was like three days of negative double digits, like negative 20, 25. Yeah, so there was, I heard on NPR, a woman went out and she was collecting people. She she called it collecting. She was like, I was putting them in the car and driving them to the homeless shelter and making sure that they were not going to freeze to death. Wow. Right? And they would get up and walk out. Of Of the homeless shelter? Of the homeless shelter, yeah. Why? Because they didn't want the help. Interesting. And that is what many conservatives point to is, well, the problem is, is that they don't want to be helped. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. They want to live on the street. They want a handout. And that doesn't get to the problem. Right. 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 And, and there's so many aspects of this. And my the lead anesthesiologist, really quickly, on my study is super outraged that it's called an opioid crisis. Really? Yes. Okay, why? Because it's not. He said okay, it is a mental health crisis. It is not an opioid crisis. It is a mental health. It is a pain crisis. As in that's why people take the opioids. Yes. So, again, that's a good example. Like, if we focus on the opioids, that's not... Even if we eliminated opioids without fixing that problem, it's going to be replaced by something by else. By something else. So the problem is still there. Yes. Um, and there is, I, I, I have personal anecdotes, anic, anecdotes, anecdotes about people in my life who have been addicted to opioids who um, have started using edibles and they are off opioids. Interesting. But... Mm-hmm. Did that fix the problem, though? Um, yeah, yeah. That like so they're managing pain, like some people who are in chronic pain. Okay, okay. For chronic pain, I understand because pain. there's not really anything you can right. do. But if it's mental health, but if it's mental health, theoretically there are things to at least try, right? And I'm not criticizing right. edibles. If that's working, great. But I just, again, that's like something to replace somebody, the opioids, but somebody, not the thing before it. Somebody suggested opioids to me. Really? Yeah. Oh. In, in an email, and I wanted to write back, and I was like, "You don't even want to know where my brain <laughs> goes on a, on an edible. <laughs> you don't want to know. Like, it is not a good thing for me to be on an edible. No. But thank you for the suggestion. Thank you. Um, well, you you retweeted maybe someone who was talking about buying CBD oil. Some I don't remember what the product was, but something CBD related, and they didn't feel anxiety, and it was like. She didn't really know how to be, like how to feel normal and sit there and watch a movie and not feel anxious. And that was with CBD, yeah, which is legal in a lot of places where, where marijuana is not even legal, which it will be here soon. It will be here soon. Well, we voted for it, and then our legislature completely squashed it, flipped it on its head. So the edibles that I ever tried... <laughs> um, m- a friend of mine, um, her friend, her very best friend, had social anxiety. Okay. To the point of being unable to leave her home. Okay. So extreme. For 10 years. Okay. That bad. That's like extreme, extreme. extreme like didn't leave extreme. at all ever? Like, like was, she was a hermit? would not go to the grocery store until like 
really weird hours. Like one in the morning when yeah, no one was there. Yeah, to, to make sure okay. that no one was there. She rare, she rarely left her house for 10 years and she saw her doctor and her doctor tried everything and they tried therapy after therapy and he finally, and this is before it was legal in, in, in California, he was like, well, let's try this. And she yeah. was like, okay. And it was medically legal at the time? It was not medically legal, no. Oh, so he just he brought He brought him in. Gotcha, okay. He brought him in because some doctors, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, at that point. Some doctors are ahead of their game. And if it's like nothing has worked, you're kind of willing. Right? Like, let's try anything. Right. He And he was desperate for her. Right. And so he brought him in and she it completely changed her life. Interesting. Yeah. And that's what she like is still totally like she's super like she's just like super chill and leaves the house and is amazing and i would love some i had one that of those edib- edibles and i wanted to die <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah. what what like what was the is it like a it was a reese's peanut butter cup okay i ate too much okay. you have to eat you, you had like a lot very, of edibles very, well no i didn't know so you just I just had a, I had a bite of it, and you're not supposed to have a bite. Oh, you're supposed to just take like a you're nibble, to, yeah, like throughout like the a, day. Well, it depends on your like level of like how you can cope with it. Okay, so you kind of feel it out. Like that wasn't enough. I'm gonna have a little more. Right. I'm good. Okay. And you and just, just you like, just went like I just took a bite of it. And yeah. It, what, so what happened? Yeah, we got cut out on my book. I actually um, wrote about this in my book. Uh, I was sitting with all five of us in a hotel room in Hawaii and um, I had taken half of that edible and I realized that they knew that I was a lesbian and I did not. And so they were all laughing at me silently because I didn't realize it yet. And I suddenly realized I was a lesbian. This just came to you like this kicked in when that, when that edible kicked in, my brain went, to that space just Boom. like yeah and i was like oh my god they all know i'm a lesbian and i do i not, don't know i don't know that and now i realize it and now i'm really 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 embarrassed that i'm just now finding this out after everybody else knew and it was like it was it was such a paranoid thought and i've had those paranoid th- thoughts before on on pot and so I left the room and I went back to my like bedroom and I okay. rocked myself underneath the sheet like that for like wow. two hours. And then it went away. Like, well, I fell asleep. Okay. Yeah. And then woke up and you were. Mm-hmm. And that's been the last. I'll edible never experience. do it again. Yeah. I mean, you could do it with moderation. With moderation, but I just it's not my thing. Hmm. You gotta find what works. Mm-hmm. And for you, that's dying ten times. So <laughs> you know. Dying yeah. ten times, yeah, that worked. Yeah. So, yeah, um, edibles. So, yeah, the homeless problem. Why don't we have an Elon for the homeless problem? I don't know, but I began my speech with that, and I was like, Linnea and Sonia, I'm here to let you know that I listen to you, and I want to talk about this. That I just want to put out in the universe that we need a dude tech bro with the VC money to do homelessness. Um. Because if you're going to run for office again in Utah, you have to. That has to that. be at the top of your, yeah, that has to be there. That and clean air quality and et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure is it. I'm I'm pretty sure it's big here in Chicago, right? Homelessness probably is in Chicago, but I, because I'm not in Chicago proper, I don't, I don't vote for any of that. Right. So I don't know. Okay. It's not where I live. No. 
You don't have homelessness where you live. Yeah, we do. But I mean, no one on the streets that you see on a regular basis okay. ever. No, it's bad in, in Utah. Yeah, no. In the suburbs, it's it's. Not, I mean, I guess it'll depend on the suburbs. Some people probably have a different experience. And the closer you get to Chicago, you will have the problem. But I have not looked at the cameras and hello. Hi. Because it's like. I know it's so weird. Yeah, we're it's just, just going to see the side, our side faces and our side arms and whatever. Well, last time I think for the for the Patreon, all they saw it was like. I know all you. Ryan was, was just like, like this. Heather. Did you see did you see John's video? He had a microphone in front of his face the whole time. <laughs> there was no other in my space there was like no other place to put a camera and actually record. So You just got really red in the face. I know. It was it was because as soon as I watched it, it wasn't just that it was in front of my face, it was that I it was like perfectly still. It was it was awful. No, you're totally fine. No, no, no. Um <laughs> It it was bad. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go watch it. It's not as bad video, as the wisdom teeth video. The so. Patreon video, yes, is me sort of trying to like do the like slide camera, and he is literally sitting behind the camera like this, and it's covering his. Plus, whole there's face. like the we normally both have these audio shields that Heather was talking about, so mm-hmm. it's like this big circle, so you could kind of just see like, my eyes and uh, up. Mm-hmm. It was very awkward. It was lovely. It was absolutely lovely. Um, no. So to continue on that. <laughs> I'm going to stay on track. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so there is a beautiful, beautiful uh, public library in Salt Lake City. Okay. That they built. Uh, was it around the Olympics that they built it? Uh, 2000. Yeah, around 2000. He's, he's so enthusiastic, isn't he's he? He's a great resource, I think. He's a great resource. He's so enthusiastic about this whole situation. so they built it around the time that the olympics came to salt lake city which was in 2002 a beautiful gorgeous like public library huge i imagine huge and um architectural and sculptural and all of these great children's areas and all this amazing stuff and it is now basically a place for the homeless to go And so when they open the doors in the morning, that's where the homeless go. And so taking your kids there is, I mean, not that we're scared of homeless people, but taking your kids there is, it's awkward now because you have to watch your kids because somebody can approach them. Oh, right. Sure. That they don't know. Somebody who has a mental health issue going on. And so it has now become basically the homeless shelter. Right. Um, so this this problem, and this is what I, again, this is what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you want to go down? Not that like your whole mission in life is to go down in history, but maybe it should be. If you want to send a car to the, the moon, dude, like why wouldn't your mission in history be, I'm going to solve this problem? Because there's no money in it. That, but that's, I mean. But But there could be. Theoretically, yeah, theoretically. I guess there's no money in sending a car to the moon either. No. Except people think it's cool, so he gets money to do it. So if people would actually just realize the importance of fixing the issue. If there's investment, if right. there is like a, a corporation, if there is an, a, a, a nonprofit association, if there is something 
where you can bring this issue to light and there's money in it. Or not just, I mean, I, I guess I just think of the people like Bezos and, and Gates and Cook and Musk who have the money to put into it because they're clearly putting it into other things. And I, I know that, that Warren Buffett does actually very good things with his money. So does Gates, does Cook, it's really just Bezos and Musk that don't. But I think... Don't get me started on Elon just ask Pete. Don't get guy. me started on he's Elon. A good guy. No, 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 yeah. no. Oh yeah. If they would just put some into that, even if it was for selfish, like to change their image, like even if that was their only motivation, throw money at it and help and make a difference. I don't think anyone would necessarily care if they did it because they wanted to change their image if it worked. Right. It's a shitty reason to do it, but it gets done. But it would get done. And it would get done, and it would solve a lot of mental health situations yeah. in the world, um, because it affects so many people, and it's the main reason people are living on the street and get kicked out, and down, or they can't pay rent, and they can't right. get their job, and then I mean, who wouldn't go? Who wouldn't be depressed after that right. sort of situation? Well, and I think that's it. Then the more, the longer that they're homeless, it's like it drives them further and further into that mental health crisis right and that so then it gets to the point where like they'll walk out of the shelter when it's cold and we say well see they don't want help no maybe they've been on the street for eight years so there's so much going on that needs to be addressed or the, or honestly they're bitter like they've been fucked over so many times that some random i'm guessing white i don't know woman shuffles them into her car and brings her to a shelter and that's not the help they need that helps them one night Mm -hmm. but then they're still homeless. So whether they walk out right away or the next day, nothing for them has changed. And in, in some situations, and this sounds terrible, but there's probably this thought that if I'm, if I die in the cold, how does he understand this without, you don't experience depression, do you? No, I don't. But I think that that's probably part of it. Like I'd rather die in the cold because then I don't have to keep doing this shit. (laughs) over and over every day right you, i mean is that like you have an understanding of this that those of us who have depression and anxiety um we i think a lot of us have a lot of sympathy for homelessness okay whereas i think that people who don't have depression or anxiety are just like i mean get off the street like go right. get a Fix job your pro- exactly yeah right but when you have nowhere to nowhere or way to get clothes you have nowhere or way to shower like if that if that person walks into your business are you going to hire them no but then you're going to tell them to get a job you it doesn't work it doesn't work (laughs) i mean it's just it's ridiculous that that's why the problem just continues like everyone know it's almost like everyone knows they need help but they don't want to be the one to give the help yeah well and i almost wanted to like say that at the beginning of my talk and then just sort of like put the mic down and walk away <laughs> have that be it yeah like, silence for like it. another like, 15 you guys minutes can read my book i wrote about i wrote about this treatment um i hopefully give words to anxiety and depression but honestly guys why are we not putting money behind what needs to happen and um i mean the forum the kennedy forum is attempting to do this right i'm um, in chicago of all places 
in Chicago. But they're also, places. though, you said focused on like the workplace to, yeah. to well, a degree. Th- this, this, this forum was based on the workplace. And somebody was like... Like being a- able to recover from mental health yes. issues and not lose your job? I mean, yes. that's... Okay. Uh, being able to get mental health help while you're employed. Um, without a stigma. Without a stigma. Okay. Without, like, you know, coming back to work and having everybody go, oh, they left because they were crazy. Right. Or without having to come back with massive debt because right. your insurance doesn't cover it. Exactly. Okay. And um, <laughs> I, I tweeted about this, and my friend Casey, who lives in Boston, <laughs> They wrote me and said, there's a Kennedy in Chicago? There's <laughs> Kennedys in a lot of places, I think. And honestly, last night we were, oh my God, <laughs> he was talking and it was talking, he was talking exactly like a Kennedy. Like, yeah. like you would walk and you, you, you could probably like pass the building and hear him talking and you would go there's a kennedy in that building (laughs) (laughs) there's a kennedy talking in that building oh my god it was totally like a kennedy was he a good speaker i mean yeah was was he good to listen to yeah he was great i mean and this is a a wonderful cause right for him especially given the history of his family and um it was really interesting and i know we're running we're, we're getting there so there's a woman named kate snow Okay. who is a host for NBC or MSNBC. Beautiful blonde woman married to a guy named, is his name John Bro? Yeah. John Bro? Chris Bro. Chris Bro. Chris Bro, sorry. Um, and uh, so they were hosting the event all day yesterday, and Chris Bro's um, father committed suicide a few years ago. And I was sitting next to Kate on the airplane out to new york excuse me to chicago really we're flying from from new york to chicago yeah i didn't know that yeah um i'm sitting next to her and (laughs) um what keeps happening to me on this book tour and with this book is that i sit next to somebody on an airplane and i end up giving them the book because they've had some sort of like person in their life affected by right something comes up yeah i always give away my book i usually carry one book with me and i give it away on the airplane hi hello um and so i'm sitting down i'm so tired i'm so tired at that point because our flight had been delayed from LaGuardia, which is a great airport which is a four-letter word (laughs) um by like two and a half hours he was on a different flight he was on a different airline. Pete was. Right. So you're both delayed in separate We're terminals. We're both delayed in separate terminals for two and a half hours because it was drizzling. Yeah. Why are you people not prepared for drizzle? It's not it's not it's not our people. It's New York. I it's mean the New Yorkers. Come on. It was drizzling. And so I get on the plane and I am just so tired and I kinda like I'm listening to I'm listening to Hey Ma, Hey Ma. <laughs> I'm listening to that Bonnie Bear song. Quietly I, hyperventilating. Well, I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> We've got to have that as the soundtrack to this episode. And I look over at her computer and I see mental health. Two words on her computer screen. Like on a like, slide? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, she's like typing it out. Okay. I saw the words just, and I didn't mean to like eavesdrop on her screen. It's hard just, not to on a plane. I mean, I, honestly, like you. Like you're right yeah. there. And I look over and it was like mental health and I was like, Oh, God. 
Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so. Because the men in my life, the men who care very deeply about me, have my friends and people who, my friends and him, um, are like, stop talking to people on planes. Stop it. Stop talking to people on planes, Heather. Stop it. You mean you could? I just put headphones on and <laughs> I don't make eye contact with anyone and it works really well. Stop talking to people on planes. You got to stop doing that. And um, I, so I was like, I'm not going to say anything to her. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And then all of a sudden the plane lands and we get up and I'm like, are you Kate Snow? And she's like, yeah, do I know you? And I was like, um, I'm speaking tomorrow. You're introducing me. I'm Heather Armstrong. And she goes, she goes your hair was so short the last time i interviewed you oh you were interviewed by her <laughs> yes like in was this like pixie cut days yes, pixie cut okay. days and she looked at me and she was like oh that's you and i'm like yeah it's me she goes you look so different i'm like i know i know we're like very different um but you know and i um met the uh his mother the wife of the man who killed okay. himself and um you know it was a really tender tender night for all of it um and but just to have sat next to her on the airplane i wanted to get off and i go i didn't talk to anybody on the airplane guys men men <laughs> men i didn't talk to any of the guys on the airplane but didn't then it do was it. a less emotionally draining fight i did not i did not talk to anyone <laughs> So, yeah, I, that, that, that is a, a piece of advice that I'm trying to heed is not to talk to anybody in airplanes because that's when you tend to meet the people who need you the most. So I will continue to talk to people in airplanes. <laughs> so lesson not learned, in other words. That's really what that is. Yeah. So, yeah, Chicago, it is drizzling outside. Why is it drizzling? What is this? But it's supposed to be nice tomorrow, Thursday, okay. which is today for all of you. And Heather has a book reading and signing, and we've got a podcast meetup. And I'm going to be there, and she's going to be there, and there's going to be food or drinks, or we honestly have no idea. But the book reading The is book reading is at 6 o'clock at Barbara's Bookstore downtown. In Macy's at 111 North State, I believe. Oh, my God. Look at you. Try oh, to be prepared. I did not know. And I did not know that we were going to be all the way up here. Yes. We <laughs> are we far from there right now. We are but. very far from there. Um, yes. And a book reading and signing. And then we are going to hang out with anybody who listens to the podcast. Yes. And is a huge John R. Bray fan. And or by Heather B. the Armstrong way, fan. Oh, no. we had drinks yesterday. We did. We did. And the guy who sort of drinks, he comes up to the table and he is just super chill. And by the way, I'm gonna we're gonna go long. I don't care. I don't care. So, do you care? No. Okay. I have plenty of. I have time. Oh, I have time. I hey, ma. Hey, ma. I have yeah, time. Well, yeah, I got some time. We'll hey, ma. Um, he was so charming, and I was just like, what is your name? And he says, Ryan. And I was like... Heather does talk to everyone, by I the way. I talk to this everybody. Is a fact. It's, my favorite it's, pa- it's my favorite part about true. traveling. And I have a story about that, because I thought of you when I was in my lift, but you can finish. Okay. And then I'll let you do it. Yeah. I love to talk to people and get their story and learn about their lives, and there's so much to learn from people, right? Oh, yeah. And he... he <laughs> this is going to sound really white of me. It is. 
and I completely admit it, but he is a black man with dreadlocks, and he says, my name is Ryan, and I was like, oh, Ryan, really? Like, your name is Ryan. Which like, is my middle name. It's his middle name. So we bonded. <laughs> it was awesome. Ryan was the name of my first boyfriend in high school. So when he said that, I was like, not only not only was I like, he's a he's a a black man named Ryan, and your middle name is Ryan. Correct. And then they kept high fiving through the whole. <laughs> did it was it was good. It was good stuff. It was really good. It was really good, and he was so he was super sweet, and he brought us menus, and he was it was great. Like, he was very he was very chatty, and yeah, it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. We met Ryan last night. We did, and. Who was the other guy? Who was his replacement? Um, we didn't talk to him. Was it Antonio? Something like that. Yeah. I think it might have been, but he wasn't as he wasn't as chatty. He wasn't as chatty. No, which was fine because we already had. You know food. what? Yeah. If you're not chatty, I'm fine. Also okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to talk to me, I'm okay. Right. Yeah. But, but if you want to talk to me, I am ready to learn. Well, and my lift when okay. I because I took the train in yesterday. Yeah. And got a lift to your hotel, and I was sometimes I just space out. But I realized he was listening to NPR, which usually it's music when I get in. Like, that tends to be what it is. And I said, I don't hear a lot of NPR. And he started telling me that it's, he finds it really soothing. The voices are soothing. And it helps him the voices are soothing. clear his head. Because when he was a kid, and he grew up on the south side of Chicago, and his dad was a truck driver. Like a cross-country and internet, like into Canada, truck driver. And when he was a kid, he would spend weeks on the road with his dad driving across the country listening to npr in this truck with his dad when he was like i think he said he did it from 10 to 13 maybe and then he lost interest in doing it but and he was telling me all these stories about the different unloading zones and the guys who knew him there because you know he was his dad's son and he's been doing it for 20 years and it was just it was awesome and now he's he's driving lyft and and this was in his seven minute drive it's not a lot of time but as soon as i mentioned npr he lit up like he he wanted to talk He's just, I think, used to just driving because mm-hmm. most people don't. Right. No, no, nobody. When you ask their story, people are more often than not really ready. They're ready to give it to you. Right. Or they'll feed you enough pieces to see if you're interested. Yeah. Like he said, it was kind of soothing. And I'm like, oh, why? That's interesting. I like it too. But why? And well, my dad. And then he just, that was it. It was mm-hmm. great. And, and there's so much to learn oh, in yeah. that, oh, yeah. right? There's so much to like glean from that little part. For that, for me, like making friends with the people at the hotel and all of that, like I am learning so much from these people. Right. That, um, and from the people who come to the signings and whatnot, but learning from the people who serve me, who serve other people. Like in the service industry, yeah. People who serve other people have so much to teach me. And so that has been the one thing that I have taken away from this whole experience is that I will talk to anyone who is ready to talk to me. Like I will snap out of whatever it is and I will be like, you want to talk? Let's talk. Let's do it. (laughs) That's a good way to be though. Let's do it. So yeah, I talked about homelessness last night, which had nothing to do with my talk at all. Not true because well, it did, it did, but then not your originally planned talk. Not originally, yeah. And I was like. Lania, Lania, I'm going to mention your name. I'm going to mention your name and I'm going to talk about this topic. So, um, we are here in Chicago, North Shore, North Brook. And 
Northbrook and anyone who is anywhere close to Chicago or in Chicago or can make the drive or take a train should come in tomorrow evening for the book reading and signing. If you can't make it, because it starts at six, but if maybe you can't get there until seven or seven thirty or eight, we plan to just leave from Barbara's to go wherever. So just show up. Yeah, just show up. Yeah, even if you're late, um, it's totally fine. They they thought that it would be a great location just in case people were like leaving work. Right, because it's in the it's in the loop. I think like North Loop or something. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's in the basement of Macy's. I don't know the I don't know where in Macy's, but it is okay. in the Macy's. It's in the Macy's building on okay. State, and so it's easy enough to find. And I I am an hour outside of the city, so I totally understand that it's it's a trek, but it's worth it because we're here. I mean, I'm oh, always here, but she's here, so really it's a bigger deal. But together. Together. We are together, yes. And this is... Uh, I leave for Paris... Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. And then my kids leave. And yeah, and my kids leave before I leave, and it's just all happening right now. And somewhere between now and then is San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very chill summer. Oh God! Oh my my earpiece fell out. My earpiece fell out for the first time. Um, yeah. And my birthday is next week. Your birthday is on the twenty first. Very good. Right? Yeah, a week from tomorrow. No, a week be from Friday. Thirty five. Correct. Oh my God! Thirty five years old. Okay, that's right. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Twenty huh, first of. That's the solstice. It is. That's why I said on Twitter that I'm like a cusp, like Gemini Cancer. It depends on what horoscope you're looking at. We could go on about horoscopes all night. We should We should have an episode about horoscopes. <laughs> yes, we should have an episode about horoscopes, you guys. And everyone who comes tomorrow should just know your, know your sign. Know your sign know your and sign. talk to me about your sign. Yeah. Like, the only thing that I... I only know about three signs. My daughter, his sign, Pete's sign, and my sign... Which are? Which are so Gemini's are fucking crazy. Well, yeah. Gemini, it's like if you read a, a horoscope about Gemini's, the first line is Gemini's are fucking crazy. Yeah. Period. And it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay, and I think we ha- I have proven it right. I have proven that horoscope with my child, and then um, he's in the room, so I have to be very quiet about it. But they're very, 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 very. What's his sign? Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay. And um, spreadsheets. So organized. Very organized. I respect that. Right. Yeah. Um, return on investment. Yeah, makes sense. And cancers. Um, Which is my other half. <laughs> I get to pick one. Cancers feel. Yeah. We feel. And so we, imagine being fucking crazy and feeling at the same time <laughs> that is what it's like to be right on the cusp we feel and we actually the so if you look at the if you, if you look at the guide capricorns and cancers are really good foils for each other because the capricorn can say you need to stop talking to people on airplanes mm-hmm. right and the cancer can say no and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the cancer then, can yeah. still talk to people on airplanes and the cancer can come to him and go um or her and say you know maybe like just you know touch that person or go talk to that person because they need you right we're these good foils for each other but cancers that i've learned after i've read about all of this because i didn't believe in this shit 
because right. it's shit. No it's one, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's total bullshit. But then I read about like Geminizing Capricorns and then me. It was just like all cancers can't control the emoting. And so it's something that I have to keep in check. The emoting. The emoting. There's a lot of emoting. That's all right. But if you know, then it's easier to keep in check. I now know. I now know. So, um, is he asleep? I don't know. I can't see him. <laughs> so we've we've gone a little long. I know we've gone long, but let me but, let me mention this. Yeah, yeah. Let me mention this. We. Um, no, he's not. Is he watching? So, is he watching yeah. me? So we went. So we 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 went to. There's a long story about why I went to New York on Sunday, and we stopped at the Every Mother Counts um, studio, uh, studios right. offices on uh, Monday, and because I needed to meet the new executive director and whatnot. So we go in, and he sits on the couch, and I'm meeting everybody, and Christy Turlington walks in, right? Right. Who is amazing to meet in person. Christy Turlington walks in in all of her Christy Turlington glory. She is, right? Yeah, it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe. He's asleep, like asleep on the couch. And, and she and I talked for like 30 minutes and he didn't even like blink an eye. He was just out. He it's, was it's asleep. Been, it's been a hell of a... It's been a hell of a book tour. It's been a hell of a book tour, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a hell of a book tour that he didn't wake up when he was like, oh, Chris, Christy Turlington is in the room. Oh, got it. So, yeah. Sorry. You know I love you. <laughs> did you did you meet her, though, Pete? Oh, he's met oh, okay. her. He's yeah, met her so, several see, times. So that's fine. Yeah, he's already met her. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter that the most beautiful person in the world just walked into the room. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it's... Nah. Okay, so... We want, what do we want is drizzling outside. We want, we weird? want it to stop Oof. drizzling. Heather would love for her hotel to be actually in the city of Chicago. We want as many of you as possible to show up tomorrow at Barbara's Books on 111 North State in Macy's for a book reading, signing, and a meetup for the podcast. And we also want you to find us on social media, mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings. What else? We want you to find us on Patreon. And thank you to our new patrons. Uh, that's patreon.com slash manic ramblings. You know what we should do is we, we should do, do some like individual um, videos to thank people. And oh, that's a really yeah, good idea. It's yeah. a really good idea as we revamp the whole situation. Yeah, like absolutely. That. Mm-hmm. And that Still. wouldn't actually be that difficult. Like a 30-second video to say thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. I know that this is going to wreck your life. It, it will. This. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, will. Ryan. If you have any questions about tomorrow's event, it's a slim chance we're going to see them and answer them in time. But you can you can do it on social media or you can email stories at manicramblings.com. Um, I think that's it. We covered it yeah, all. Yeah, I think we covered it all. Um, it's still drizzling. I can see it's Heather still looking drizzling. at it. It's frown. awful. Ooh. Um, and let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, until next time, if you know... A dude tech bro who has VC money. Can you put him in contact with me and let me have a little discussion? And then you'll put him in contact with Linnea. And put him in contact with Linnea. Or put him in contact with fucking Elon. There we go. Right? Yeah, do that. 
Don't get me started on Elon. Okay. So thanks for sticking with us and watching. If you made it this far in the video without skipping, holy shit, honestly. I don't know that I would. <laughs> Look at his beard. He looks like he looks like Justin Vernon. You can see it in person. Hey if you mama. Come hey tomorrow. mama. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.